This is the Gender Neutral James Whale Radio Show. I am Gender Neutral. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome to the, uh, I think, is this probably the only gender-neutral uh, podcast radio show uh, going at the moment? I'm, I'm, I think it is. Yeah, I'm quite neutral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, anybody can listen to this program. Don't care what you are, who you are, where you are. I don't even care if you have some of the most ridiculous, stupid ideas in your head. Uh, and reading some of the posts on social media, there are a lot of nutters out there. I don't care. This program is available to all of you because, in some way, it may be educational. Some of you may hold extreme views about race, religion, and various other things. Uh, some of you may even be Brexiteers, although those sort of people, I think, will probably find it very difficult to uh, to understand uh, what I'm saying. But you are all welcome, all genders, all creeds, all colours, all... Pff, I don't care. I don't care. Even, even... No. No, I don't want those people listening. No, no, no. There are exceptions to every rule. I'm not mentioning them. They know who they are. They are not allowed to listen. But the rest of you, welcome to the James Well Radio Podcast produced by Robbo and brought to you in association with anybody we can get to give us a few bob uh, to make sure that this program comes to you every week. And there are now 200-odd hours of complete and utter rubbish from us uh, on our site. And if you uh, go to my website, jameswellradio.co.uk, you can hear it. You can see some of the old TV shows. You can see some new stuff that's up there. Uh, You can can go into our shop, have a little browse around, buy something interesting for a friend. Christmas is coming, a little present, something like that. There is no end to the fun, the whaley fun you can have uh, with us here at the home of the James Whale Radio podcast. I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it Republicans that you don't want listening to the show? No, no, don't mind them. They can listen. No. Oh, you've changed No, I mind. can't say who it is I don't want to listen, but I'm, I'm just going to... They know who they are, but I'm not going to mention their names. Oh, yeah, I'm just guessing here. Can you tell me afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. but not on the air. All right. Okay, good. Um, and also... Uh, <laughs> Ash wants to be interviewed on the show again. Really? Yeah. I'm tempted to ring him, uh, do this really early in the morning and ring him and have him on bleary, see if anybody can tell the difference. (laughs) That's what I fancy doing. Uh, I think he just stays in the same state, doesn't he, 24 hours a day? Well, he doesn't get up until 4 o'clock in the afternoon ever. And uh, if we were to ring him before 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it would be, hey, man, I'm asleep, man. Uh. I often wonder whether Ozzy Osbourne didn't sort of model himself on, uh, on Ash. They both come from the same part of the country. So it was actually, in your eyes, worse than me, then, at getting up in the morning. Oh, well, you're, you're, you're shit at getting up in the morning as well, let's face it. <laughs> we're a breed, we are. We're a certain breed. Yeah, people. I'm not really sure what you could call them, and 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 he has 
an excuse because he's just lives on his own. You've got a family. You should be up early. No, no, that's why I stay in bed. Get out of yeah, the way. I'm, I'm amazed you get away with it, but there we are. Um, uh, anyway, uh, let's start the programme. Uh, very good day to you, wherever you are. If you're listening on your favourite local, local radio station or whether you're listening on your earphones or uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind how you're listening. Uh, it's always good to know, though. Get in touch. We've had uh, an interesting photograph sent to us from a listener this week, haven't we? Oh, that's Wales Mail. Yeah, I know. I'm going to do it later. I'm just teasing ahead. Oh, I... <laughs> sorry. That's what you do. Yeah. I mean, people people normally listen to ten minutes of this and then they go away and come back and listen. So a little later, we'll do uh, Wales Mail. And if you want to, you want to get in touch. The number zero. Well, I'll do the number zero double one seven. Just about to knock something off the floor. Oh, that's because there's a magnet in these flipping iPads. They've got magnets in the covers, haven't they? Um, uh, where was I? Zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one is my phone number. Whaley's call box. Leave us a message. And if it's entertaining, interesting, funny or rude, we'll play it out on the programme, possibly. We have some this week. Have we? Good, good. And I see that the video I did with Ash, which uh, nearly went viral, didn't we? Had about 15,000 views. Yeah, is that the one where he's uh, assaulting you with a cricket bat? Yeah, trying to, yeah. Uh, We should point out, in case people were offended, it's a rubber cricket bat, and he didn't actually assault me. He assaulted himself. That is actually true, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was trying to show him how uh, how discipline can be installed, and it, it didn't really seem to work, so never mind. But it's the, I think it's still up on the website, isn't it? It's on your Facebook page, and I think, yeah, on your Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people take them down, but there we are. It's, uh, it's up there on Facebook. If you want to get in touch, you can uh, Facebook us as well as tweet us and get in touch in all the ways. Plus, if it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... Thursday evening from 7 till 10, I'm live on Talk Radio. Have I mentioned that? Yes, you have. I'm oh, pretty good, sure you good, have. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I still don't seem to be on their website in any form of prominence, so uh, they know what they can do. Uh, you could join me live, 7 o'clock until 10, 370% increase in the listeners' Uh, on the show, all thanks to you guys. Call in, have a chat, whatever you want to do, Monday to Thursday, 7 till 10. And then I come back for a bit of overtime on a Sunday from 11 in the morning. Now, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, there are all sorts of things to talk about. Um, I don't know whether you know you want to uh, get involved in the uh, in this, this whole business that Norman Tebbit started the other day. Uh, he thinks that uh, youths with nothing to do should be conscripted back into the army. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I thought there wasn't such a thing as a youth with nothing to do. There's always something to do. There's the skate park, the cinema, uh, hanging around your local uh, corner shop. Um, yeah, but you can't. Do Netflix. people still do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, there's loads of stuff for youths to do. Xbox. No, 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 no. When you've left, when you either you go into education, training, or employment, or play your Xbox. No, that's not an option. PlayStation, then? No, it's no. You either are getting educated, you're either apprenticeship, or you've got a job. You know, there, there is, there's no hanging around, I thought. What's all this business? About, oh, we should get them to go to the armed forces. The armed forces are a very technical, highly skilled trade nowadays. They don't want the hoi polloi of the disaffected youth clogging up the ranks. 
mean, if if we're involved in a war and they need some cannon fodder, yeah. Well, maybe there then there's a time. You can't really do that these days, though, can you? What? Use people as cannon fodder. Of course you can. Nah, people complain. It's yeah. oh, okay. Well, you, you know, you're going to need you. You are going to need the infantry um, at some point. Uh, well, we can't just have all special forces and highly skilled, which is what we have in our army now. We don't have any, you know, we don't have any right. You, you, you charge over that hill in thousands and make a loud noise, and the enemy may run away. But I've played these Xbox games. And a lot of these young kids could be in special forces because they're absolutely amazing. They're always beating the crap out of me. Yeah. You know, the problem is that you guys on your keyboards playing these silly games, somebody comes up behind you and goes, you're going to fall. You're going to wet yourself and fall over. That happens to me a lot. I don't play these games anymore. Yeah, I should think not. Uh, So anyway, we asked the question, should unemployed youths be made to do military service? I would actually, before we get on to what people think, I I would actually prefer, if there are people who are unemployed with nothing to do, and I thought that wasn't going to be the case, I thought that if you just left school, you had to either go into training, uh, apprenticeship, uh, education, get a job or whatever. I thought there was no chance that unemployed kids were going to be hanging around the streets. But if that is the case, then why why aren't we giving them some sort of social work to do? And when I say social work, I mean there is lots of litter to pick up, there are verges to cut, there are you know, gardens to be done by people who can't manage it anymore and can't afford a gardener, there are windows to be cleaned. There are, there's an enormous amount of stuff that needs doing that, you know, we don't get done anymore. If you're young and you have not got a job, and if you are fit and able and psychologically ready to do it, cover all the bases, then you should have to work for any benefits you get, surely. It does sound Unless like you get to idea. my age and you've, you've contributed for, for, you know, 50-odd, 40, 50-odd years, then I think you're entitled to draw benefits, seeing that you've, uh, you've contributed for all of your life. But if you're just starting out in life and you haven't contributed anything, then you ought to be prepared to do something. I work. I'm not asking you, am I? I'm just pointing out. All you've got to do is when I stop, say, yes, James. That's all you need to do. This whole program, all you need to do, Robbo, is go, yes, James. Very well said, James. What a good idea that is, James. Yes, James. See? There we are. Works. Works perfectly. Uh, if you want to get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com is our email. It's always good to get emails, or you can go on Facebook and Twitter. Um, we put the question out on Facebook, should unemployed youths be made to do military service? Peter Jenkins says, no, not military, as you would have well-trained young thugs on the street. That's a very good point of view. Uh, but the fact is the military haven't got time to be babysitters, have they? Uh, John Holzman says, I suppose we don't have to worry about their pensions if we kill them. That's not very nice, Josh, is it? A rather sort of sordid, rather cynical view of the world. Um, Darren Beretti, he says, yes, I think it would change their lives, or some of them. How many would want to stay on and follow a career path as engineers, technicians, mechanics, etc.? The military has many career choices to offer as well as life skills. Yep, but then those sort of people who are interested in that, Darren, are going to join the forces anyway, aren't they? 
Uh, David Hasler says, I think they should be made to sort rubbish into recycling. They will hate it so much they'll get a job. There will be plenty of jobs picking fruit and veg when the Eastern Europeans start coming because of Brexit. Very, very well said. David, very well said. James Musgrave says, yes, two years conscription for anyone who doesn't get a certain quota of O-levels. What's that got to do with it, James? O-levels have got absolutely stuff all to do with anything. Uh, Shelley Chadwick says military service is compulsory in several countries, including Greece. Yeah. In addition, most countries provide free university education with a salary. If you commit to four years in the armed forces, they provide structured discipline, three meals a day, several changes of clothes, overseas travels, opportunity. Why aren't we doing this? Sounds like a good idea. If, if I'd known all of that, I'd have joined. Boot cleaning duty. Yeah. Uh, Alison Browning says, no, it's a stupid idea to protect the country. We need certain types of people, not just anyone. I'm with you, Alison. Absolutely right. Mark O'Neill says, yes, it will eliminate some of the problems with antisocial behaviour in some areas. And uh, let's do one more. Let's do uh, Gene Matheson says, all you should do a year's national service. Put some backbone into the glib, spoilt softies this country has made fashionable. Well, I don't know that that's very fair on the youths of today. I think a lot of young people who are really switched on, very busy, getting on with life, lots of them uh, in social media making themselves into multi-millionaires, I think we will have noticed. But uh, they've always been the sort of, you know, the element that hang around, don't want to do anything, and, uh, you know, the ones who are committing crimes from the back of mopeds and scooters. Uh, I suppose we need to find out why and do something about it, don't we? Yes, James. Uh, well, it's not, not not loud enough at the beginning. Why was that? I had my fader down because I didn't want to interrupt you. Shall I do it again? No, yes, James. No, 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 no. It's fine. No, no. Just say yes, James, and then when we get to your spot, you can uh, you you can you know do your thing. Yes, James. Yeah, good. Um, so anyway, uh, there we are. If there is anything you would like to hear discussed on the programme, any points of news you think we should be talking about, whether it's the Fatberg in East London. Uh, or the bin strike in Birmingham. Just get in touch. Just get in touch. James or radio at gmail.com and, uh, and we'll talk about it. Um, the Birmingham bin strike is beginning to get on my nerves. I'm, I'm talking about it a lot on my radio show. And, uh, and the fact is that, uh, let's be honest, anybody can pick up a bin, tip it in a wagon and go off. It's not a job that you need to have uh, a, a great intellect to do, although I'm sure there are people who do the job who do. Uh, it's a job that gets you out in the fresh air, uh, gives you a bit of exercise, you can finish by lunchtime and have the rest of the day to do other stuff. So, you know, there are, there are good things anyway. But the people in Birmingham who uh, pick up the rubbish, who are in dispute with the Birmingham City Council, a Labour council, by the way, uh, and Unite the Union, who have organised it, I just sacked the whole f***ing lot of them. I mean, what, what, why should the people in Birmingham have to put up with this? Why should one section of society be able to hold you to ransom, as it were? So they've had no rubbish picked up in Birmingham now for months and the foreseeable future up until Christmas seems to be that they're not actually going to get any movement on this strike. Why not? Why not? Can't they all get together as a community, grab a bin bag and take it round to the local council offices and dump them outside? 
I think that's a very good idea. I mean, I, I wouldn't suggest that because uh, it would be remiss of me to start encouraging people to behave in that way. But I think if it was me, that would be exactly what I would do. Oh, I retract my statement then, but, but do it anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, I, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the winter of discontent, I remember well, uh, when there were bin strikes and everything else and nobody was doing anything and there was no electricity, there's a three-day week and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I think it, it got to such a state that nobody would bury the dead and uh, it was just appalling. And I think people did start taking their rubbish around to their local town halls and just leaving it. In fact, I, re- I can remember a news report of that very thing happening. You get the council saying, it's not our fault. Look, you're in the position to administer and run the areas that you are in. So it is your fault. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's your fault. So either come to an agreement with the bin men in Birmingham or sack them. Or you could always take the easy way out like the leader John Clancy of the council did. He just chucked it in and left. You know, when you go on strike, you don't get paid, right? Ah, uh, not necessarily. You know, some of these huge unions have strike funds uh, and they put money aside so they can pay people when they're on strike. They won't get as much as they uh, got when they were working, but they may get something. Ah, but the employer doesn't pay. No, the employer doesn't pay. So no, if you're not turning up to work, you won't get paid, will you? So why don't they use that money then to just get other people to collect the rubbish? My point entirely. Seems very strange to me. Mm. I'd like to see what happens. I'd like to see, I bet all these flipping socialists would, would throw a wobbly. In fact, I ha- that hadn't occurred to me. I'm going to suggest that on my show tonight. What, throwing a wobbly? No. Well, that's, that always helps, but no. Oh, I've got something in my mouth. Hang on. Yeah. What's that? I don't, oh, know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's wipe it on my shirt. Um... Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, another thing I might suggest, they've got the money. They're not paying the BIM people at the moment. That money is staying in the coffers of the local authority, hire people to go and do it. And then to add insult or injury, pay them a little bit more. That's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. You know, it's just bizarre. They're not going to get what they want. They haven't been able to come to an arrangement for months. The filth is piling up. The rats, the maggots, it's getting worse. You can't, you, people can't be allowed to do this. You can't, you know, okay, you can have argument, you can, you can go and dispute, but there has to be a limit on it. You can't just go on and on and on. Somebody has to impose authority, otherwise chaos ensues. Surely the uh, bin people, because I want to be uh, gender neutral, obviously, on this show. Um, I don't. <laughs> the, the bin people. But go on, you carry on. The bin people have rubbish themselves that they want collecting. I don't know. That's a very good point. I have continually been asking somebody from the local authority to come on the show and talk about it. They won't. Uh, the union will come on, and the union will give it all rabbit, 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 rabbit. We're not doing this. We're not going to lose jobs. We're being asked to work for less. We're not blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, but without the other side, you don't get anywhere. But I've had enough. I would just sack them. You don't want to work. You haven't turned up for months. You're out. What, what are the union? What are the union going to do? Um, but but the interesting thing is, if I lived in Birmingham now, I would refuse. I'm sorry, I'd make an issue out of it as well. I would refuse to pay my council tax. 
Yeah, I think you probably could actually under that circumstance. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, we've had this this business of these uh, flipping religious schools. They haven't been controlled. Uh, people spreading all sorts of uh, ridiculous religious rubbish uh, in Birmingham, the Islamic schools, and uh, some of those have now been closed down because they weren't fit for purpose. The socialist uh, council can't run the. I mean, for, this is just this is just mayhem, mayhem. I'm sure Ash comes from Birmingham, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. Him and Ozzy Osbourne, I said earlier, they're like peas in a pod. <laughs> the only the only difference is that Ash doesn't have a, a, a Sharon. I thought you were going to say a shower then. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's another story. Um, right, shall we uh, show a bit of music? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> um, uh, who's this from? Dewey. Dewey. Dowie. Dowie. Dewey. Oh, is he Welsh? He doesn't speak Welsh, does he? Well, he hasn't written in Welsh. He's, it's in English. Oh, okay. Um, I'm writing to you to say that Little Folk have a new track out on October the 1st called The Smoke. And we would greatly appreciate it if you could... What? What, what? what you, you interrupted me. I did not. Oh, are you sure? Yes, James. Okay, fine. All right. I'm writing to say that little folk, are you allowed to do talk about people like that? Little folk have a new track out. Are these little folk, are these little people, or is this uh, the name of the band? I think it's little folk the band, not the stature. Little folk. Mm. Okay. Um, called The Smoke. We would greatly appreciate it if you could check it out and possibly consider it for airplay on your show. All the best, Dowie. Dowie. Dewey. Dowie. Dewey. Can we just play the track? The Smoker. You can see the smoke from across the sea. It's where the young boys go to bend their steel. They've got careless hands and a heart of stone And we work for pennies but we wish for gold And there's no chance in me growing old Let me come home
broken. A little folk. It's all right. It's yep. quite nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Don't have a problem? Hmm? Are you sure? What? You don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that. No, no, that's fine. I like that. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad you do. Uh, right, anyway, you're listening to the James Royal Radio podcast produced by Bob, Bob, Rob, Rob, Rob. And uh, we're here for however long you want. I mean, <laughs> if you're fed up with this one, delve into the archive on the website, jamesworldradio.co.uk, and there are hundreds and hundreds to listen to, including interviews I've done with Boy George, Nigel Farage, Another, can't remember. Um, so there are loads. The new Doctor Who assistant, we've done an interview with him. Have we? Yeah. Oh, you mean Bradley? Yeah. I didn't know that had been announced. That's supposed to be a secret. Okay, um, scratch that. We've done an interview with the guy from The Chase. I'll edit that in. That'll work. Good. Okay. Um, I think probably time for you to do Tech Talk now, isn't it? Really? This early in the show? Okay. Well, we've been going about half an hour. What are you talking about? You know what's coming, don't you, really? What? Uh, iPhones. New iPhones. Oh, no, no, no. Surely not. Uh, Apple have uh, launched new iPhones and a watch. Right, well, of course, I have an Apple watch I bought for Mrs. W, which she kind of uses. Okay. Um, But she's not getting another one. No. <clears throat> um, uh, and I've got an iPhone, which I need a new one of, because mine's falling apart. Oh, well, if you need a new one, let me talk you through the new features of the new iPhones, then. Go on, then. We can have an iPhone 8, which is really a... I'm I- just going to sit back again in this part and put my feet up while okay. you do all the work. Okay, go on. All right. You can, you can have an iPhone... Can you still hear me over here? Yeah, yeah. Can- okay, right, fine. Carry on, carry on. Are you stopped now? Because we're over-talking yep, yep, over each yep, other again. Yep. Oh, God, I'm tired. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry, nothing to do with you. No, no, no. Uh, no. Okay, okay, all right. <clears throat> iPhone 8. We'll start with that, which is really an iPhone 7S with a glass back. Uh, the only difference is it's got wireless charging, so you could just put it on your table and it'll charge, providing you've paid a lot of money for a wireless mat from Apple. So ah. that's the new iPhone 8. And then there's the new iPhone X, which is uh, their sort of flagship phone now, the, the phone that everyone aspires to have. It costs about 1,200 quid. <laughs> it, um, it's got I an annoying... new bow for that. It's got an annoying uh, black sort of uh, bit at the top where the camera and the speaker and everything is that covers the screen. So that part of the screen no longer exists anymore. It's just completely lopped off. It doesn't have fingerprint recognition, so when you want to pay for stuff in the shop, you have to squint at your phone to unlock it because it's got the new facial recognition on it. It's stu- Which I believe didn't work when they were demonstrating it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Who's going to buy a phone like that? It's, it's Not just... me. I mean, what about... It'll, the- be, it'll be all those people who wear loads of gold jewellery and go around in white mercs and sort of think they're really hip. That'll be the ones who do it. And what about the people who cover their face in their religion? They can't unlock their phones. That's a very good point. It'd be no good if you got a burqa on. The burqa-less phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm trying my best to get round this conversation. I'd be very careful because you'll have a fatwa on you before you can say Jack Robinson. (laughs) 
you're going to see people now standing in line to pay for their um, coffee, squinting at their phone and putting funny faces to unlock their phone. So that's that's the new feature. Oh, and you can make your poo talk. That's the other important thing. What? You know the you know the emoji, the poo emoji. Oh no, I don't. I find that disgusting, childish, and rather stupid. So I don't even want to talk about it on this program. All right, we'll do we'll do the smiley face. You know the smiley face emoji. Yeah. Well, now when you talk into your phone, it tracks your mouth and makes the emoji talk with your voice. Oh, for goodness sake, why bother? Well, because you have to have some features for £1,200, and obviously that's the, uh, the the only thing they could think of. Yeah, but look on the good side. Uh, the bright side is that the earlier iPhones, the sort of I've got a 5SE or something, and I, I, I've been fine for me, uh, I can now upgrade it probably more easily um, to the 6. The 6 or the 7. I, I'm I'm thinking of getting a 7. Why? Because I don't want the eight. It's made of glass. Why would you want a phone that's made of glass? Well, no, I don't. Um, because I, I drop them a lot. Uh, what about what about the seven? Isn't that the one you put it in your back pocket, sit on it, and it bends? No, that's any pl- any phone with the word plus on the end. Oh, I don't want one of those. They look ridiculous. Yeah, well, the um, the the X is bigger again. <clears throat> is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're onto the iPad Mini, then, aren't you? Yeah, you might as well just carry around an iPad <coughs> Mini. Yeah, that's ridiculous. This is stupid, right? Um, so, waste of Apple's money. Are, are Apple concerned that Samsung are, are going to overtake them? I don't think they're concerned. No. Let's talk about the Apple Watch. Yes, go on. The, the new Apple Watch has its own SIM card in it, so it can uh, be used without having to have a phone. Oh, gosh. Could I trade the one I've got in for one of those? Why? I've got an Apple Watch, and it's quite happily sat by the side of my bed gathering dust. Yeah. Well, Mrs. W does use hers and tells me every time I sit down, you've been sat down too long, my watch is telling me it's time for you to get up. Or breathe. It tells me to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. But anyway, she likes it, so uh, I just leave it with her, really. But I need to upgrade my phone. So you think a six or a seven, do you? Seven, but get one with some memory in it this time. Um, so I want one with a big memory. You want one with at least 64 gig in an iPhone 7, I think. That that should do hmm. you. An iPhone 7 with 64 gig in it. All right. How much is that? Well, I can just upgrade to that, can't I? Yeah, but wait, because all the prices of the 7s, etc., are going to come down. All right. It's a, it's a thought. All right. Um, movies or not? Uh, movies. The film I saw this week, The Big Sick. I wouldn't go and see a movie with that name anyway. Hang on, I'll drop my glasses on the floor. Go on. Uh, it's... Oh, bollocks. Oh, sugar. If I wasn't on the air, I'd say shit. Oh. <clears throat> right, got them. Okay. It's a true story about a Pakistani lad who's a comedian who falls in love with a white girl and the family of the lad is not very impressed because they're trying to uh, organise, uh, arrange marriages for him, etc. So the girl falls out with him about it and then she goes into a coma and he spends the majority of the film at a bedside and also getting to know her family. Want to watch on Blu-ray? Three out of five, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's the same storyline to all these rom-coms, isn't it? Yes, James. Hmm. Right, okay. Uh, I put it off. I'm going to talk about Brexit. 
Oh. Now, interestingly enough, uh, whether it's on our site, isn't it? I've done two interviews recently, one with Sir Bill Cash and one with Lord Heseltine. Now, they both come from different sides of the Brexit debate. Um, now, I think you have we got both of those on our website or our Facebook site or where, where are they? Facebook and on your website, yes, on the audio. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So I suggest go and have a listen or on audio boom. Yeah. Um, yeah, go and have a little listen and uh, see who you agree with most, because they both make really good points. The European Union is, as an organisation, the European Parliament, I should say, the European Union, I think is a brilliant idea, and if we could have world togetherness, what a great place we'd live in. But the Parliament and uh, the successive um, bureaucracy that uh, it controls needs to be reorganised. It needed to be reorganised years and years ago. Margaret Thatcher used to sort them out. But it's just been left to rumble on and become big and useless and everything else. And unfortunately, uh, people, for whatever reason, who wanted us to leave Europe and become sort of nationalistic again have, have got into the psyche of a few of, and, uh, and split the country. And, you know, don't tell me that leaving Europe is the will of the people. It's the will of some of the people, but it isn't the will of the people. And the European Parliament needs to be sorted out. But the idea of countries living together and getting on together, having free movement and movement of trade and movement of people and everything else, you know, I understand the Brits are a lazy bunch of... We all are. You know, we don't learn other people's languages. We have been born into a country that thought it was superior to everybody else because it ran this great empire, which had inflicted great harm and hardship on other countries. It caused uh, countries to be split. Uh, we are now living with the consequences of what our forefathers did. Put all that aside. Put all that aside, look to the future, and the younger people would, if, 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 if old fuddy-duddies had not been allowed to vote in the referendum, we'd be still in the European Union, we wouldn't be looking at losing an enormous amount of money, and some of those crass and rather dull members of Parliament who go on about it uh, would have been shut up by now. Having said that, I like Bill Cass, he's a nice bloke, he speaks with a lot of sense. Lord Heseltine, nice bloke, speaks with a lot of sense, both opposite ends of the Brexit debate. Um, personally, I think we need to look at it again. I think we've given Europe a real fright. I think after the German elections, and remember, in Germany at the moment, they have a huge problem with the rise of the extreme right wing again, and this is happening. A lot of people getting very nationalistic. If I hear another, so, and, and, and by the way, if you're a white supremacist and a, a right-wing idiot, you know, I, I've, I've told you, you're all flipping mentally ill anyway. Can you stop using my hairstyle? It's embarrassing. You know, you don't have to shave your heads like me just because you, you know, you realise that I am your hero, which is a worry anyway. And if that is the case, then I believe that people are all equal. And we don't go stomping around. By the way, we've not mentioned Myanmar, where the genocide is being carried out against the Rohingya, Rohingya uh, Muslims, which uh, is just the most depressing thing I have seen for a long time, and we should be talking about it, and hopefully in another programme we will, unless things have improved. But uh, going back to what is exercising the minds of most people in this country at the moment, and that is the uh, impending uh, consequences of leaving the European Union, I put the question out. Are you frightened 
about the possible final outcome of leaving the EU? Because I'm getting frightened about it. I seriously am getting frightened about it. I think it's been done without any thought. David Cameron gave the country this referendum just so he could win the election. We all know that now. People voted without having the facts. We were lied to from both sides. And now we've got ourselves in a real mess. So are you frightened about the outcome of leaving the EU? I am. Uh, What do you say on Facebook? I'll tell you what some people say. Jason, um, damn, excuse me one moment. Uh, Jason Mason said, no, the quicker we leave, the better after they revealed what they have planned for the remaining countries. We have made the right choice. If we were there, they might not be doing that. Uh, Mark Langton says, I think the EU will be far better off without the UK, with all the banks leaving for Paris and Germany and now car manufacturing leaving the UK for the EU. I can only see the EU gaining and the UK suffering. Also, the UK citizens will want to stay and holiday in the UK now because the value of the pound has plummeted on the world market since the advisory referendum vote. Mark makes a lot of sense. You know, but then a lot of you who voted Brexit, you don't like going abroad much, do you? You don't like Europeans coming over here. So you'll be quite happy going to Bucklins. Alan Bell said, with Vile May and her cronies trying to do a deal, it will end up a fiasco like every other thing. Gumser, I don't know, Alan, your your, your writing is very bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Billy Hilton, far more scared of not leaving the EU. Never mind, Billy, you probably become more educated the more you listen to this programme. Um, Andrew J. Harris says, I voted leave and it was a mistake. I can now see too many lies being told at the time by both sides, but I really think now that we are heading for a huge fall. Not one promise in the lead-up to the referendum has been or looks like it will be delivered, and Theresa May is totally incompetent. All we can hope for now is a second referendum once we know the deal. Andrew, you are so right. I'm so pleased you you, uh, emailed me, Andrew. You got on Facebook and told me what you thought, because that is exactly right. And I think Andrew actually demonstrates a majority of people in this country at the moment. Um, it get, It's just, it's beginning to look like it's a mess. And every time Theresa May actually goes to the uh, dispatch box and talks or delivers a speech, you realise she's just not up to the job. Steve Powell says, as uh, a Leave voter, I am now concerned, we will be left out on a limb and I feel that the EU will make an example of us. Well, I mean, they have to, don't they, really? I mean, if we get a better deal than the people who are staying in the EU, this is always obvious. If, if it all looks much rosier leaving, they'll all want to do it. And a lot of them do. Um, in fact, why should they help us in any way? It's OK saying we can have deals with Japan and the USA. Yeah, yeah well, good luck with that, I suppose. Uh, but have we thought about logistics. Also, the Tory government are a total embarrassment on how they are dealing with the Brexit negotiations. We are now uh, despised more throughout the world than we were before, and I'm seriously thinking that perhaps getting out of the UK is the only option left. As my mother said, what have we done? Yeah, Steve, right. Stephen Andrew, absolutely right. Uh, Ian Sharp says the Eurozone is on its knees and crumbling slowly, Be proud of this country instead of doffing your cap 
in an unjust and corrupt society built by those who we stood up against in history. Gosh, Ian, your understanding of history, mate, leaves a lot to be desired. You should call me on Talk Radio any night, Monday to Thursday, 7 till 10, and I will put you straight, my friend. Uh, Debbie Bay says, I'm more frightened of not having the Democratic vote upheld and staying. It's not a Democratic vote, Debbie. Staying in, adopting the Euro, European army, unlimited immigration to me, if I'm a little poorer for coming out like the doom and gloomers, most of the media would have us believe it is still worth it to govern ourselves by those we elect to do so. You've got no idea, Deb, have you? No idea. Never mind. Bill Roberts says, those who are worried are those who profit from single membership. Most of us have no money and have no desire for those making riches from the EU membership to get any richer. All trickles down, Bill. It all trickles down. And when the rich people leave, as they will, when they can't make money, they go, then we will feel it. Nigel Rose says, we need to stand on our own two feet. We are about to fly the nest We don't need our parents to look after us anymore. Grow some bollocks, guys. We are a nation who survived two world wars. We are a rich first world country. The EU needs us as much as we need them. I know it's daunting. We need to spread our wings and we will survive. Oh, God, Nigel. You're obviously an old bloke. Uh... You know, I'm glad there are some people who are intelligent and realise that the only way forward, not for Europe, but for this world, is together and not separate. And if we carry on the way we are carrying on, eventually there will be a nuclear holocaust and we will probably all end up frizzled. And it's easy. We've got two choices. We get on with everybody and it's easy where, I don't know where you live, but we all live in communities and isn't it easier to get on with people? and find a way of getting on with them instead of conflict all the time. It's tiring, all this conflict. And while we're worrying about this, there are people actually getting killed, children being shot as they leave Burma, being shot by the the forces of the Burmese generals under the rather stupid direction of Aung San Suu Kyi, who, who everybody thought was great, who got the Nobel Peace Prize, who says this is fake news. Sky News' Ashish Joshi has been there. You've seen the pictures. I've seen the pictures. It's appalling. And we are doing nothing. All this f***ing standing on our own in the world. What, what, what gets into the minds of you lot? You just watch B-movies all the time. You know, I, John Wayne was my hero when I was growing up. But you do get to a time when you realise that that was all fiction. And every, oh, we've got to stand alone, grow some bollocks. You'd be the first to run away if somebody points their gun at you. What we need, what we want, what we dearly, dearly hope for is world peace, isn't it? Where everybody on this planet actually gets enough to eat and somewhere safe to sleep. We're lucky. We, in the main, had that. Many, many other countries around the world don't. And we're worrying about, you know, whether we stay part of the uh, uh, European Union or not. We should never, we should never, ever. We didn't need to have that referendum. We didn't need to have this argument. There are problems around the world that need solving, and we just created another one for ourselves, which, in the scope of things, isn't that serious, I know. 
but it is going to leave most of us worse off. Anyway, I've, f- I've finished my uh, tirade now. Okay. Uh, Have yeah. you woken up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, James. Yeah. Good. You can edit most of that anyway. Uh, no, I won't, James. No, 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 you won't. You're right. Um, okay, should we do Wales Mail? Uh, yes, James. Or is there anything else I need to do? Uh, Wales Mail will be fine, James. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got... This is a nice one. Um, uh, well, let's do this in Wiley's call box as well. Hang on. Um, okay, you keep putting into the notes to do on the programme, uh, do we care if uh, Doctor Who's a woman? Why do you keep putting that in? Because nobody cares, apart from you. It's in there because it's a topic that you raised a few months ago and it's just never been mentioned ever again. It's just, mm. it just stays it? in the archives. Okay, right. Uh, Wales Mail. Now, uh, we have a friend um, who his name is Stuart. He's a cabin crew. And he just uh, sent us this uh, little missive. He said, James, checking in, not a great week this week, stuck for a week in uh, Vadero. As the hurricane, where's Vadero or, or Varadero? As the hurricane hit, awful scenes and hours of the storm, confined to rooms and a three to a bathroom floor. On a positive note, I've introduced a few colleagues to your podcast. Hope the next trip is a better one. He sent a picture, presumably from the hotel window of roofs that have been blown off terrible actually terrible what's been happening in the caribbean and again we didn't show ourselves in particular glory did we we're slightly late in helping people there but uh, still never mind we've uh, we've sent boris johnson there now so that'll cheer them all up won't it yep yeah, so all sorted now boris is there with his mop and bucket Yes, yes. Yeah. There's no way to talk about his hairstyle, is it, really? Um, if you've got something you want to do, uh, share with us, or maybe you're away somewhere, maybe you're visiting part of the EU, send us a picture. Uh, to Wales Mail, just send it to me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Now, we also have another way of getting in touch, and that is our call box, Whaley's call box, 0117. Two three zero one double seven one. I'm not really sure why I'm inflicting these on you, except that uh, it means I can sit back, have another drink, and um, do nothing for a couple of minutes. Shall, shall I play it now, James? Yes, Rob. Well, of course, I was listening to the James Whale radio show, and James walking along in a wheelbarrow fog, and of course that Rob editing f***-ups all the time, what a bollocks chop he is. And of course, then there's that move, he's an absolute penis, and I really don't know what to do, and I kid around, well, I I laugh, I said to my wife, and then, oh, oh, absolutely hilarious. But of course, I was very... Very drunk. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Well, there we are. You see, you know, and you can do better than that, can't you? Uh, just get in touch. Just call the phone box. You, uh, you know, that Rob will give you the number. Oh, great. I just turned that page over. Okay, zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. 
it. And leave the message. Do a turn. Do something interesting and entertaining. Um, and something we're gonna we're gonna bring back. One of my old TV shows used to have a feature called Whaley's Ghost Town. So we decided now that I would do little videos of Whaley Ghost Town from different places. I did one the other day because Mrs. W had to go shopping and it was quite warm, so I had to sit in the car with the air conditioning blasting so that the dogs stayed cool. And uh, and I think that's, I don't know what I was going on about, but uh, apparently a lot of people said I have to look at the little cat. I can't see on the iPhone where the camera is, so I'm looking a bit sort of um, strange. Oh, well, you need an iPhone X then, because it's glaringly obvious where the camera is, because it's a big black blob across the middle of your screen. Yeah, but I don't want one of those, because they're too big, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And no. if I'm wearing my burqa, I won't be able to get it turned on. <laughs> okay. Well, can we just move on before we get into trouble? You know, I'll get fed up with when I have a go about Christians because the stupid things they do a lot of the time. You never talk about Muslims like that. Well, they're just, you know, some of them are just as... uh, Not all Christians are mad and not all Muslims are mad, but they've both got their... um, They've both got their idiots, haven't they? Shall we uh, do um, the uh, questions for the whale then? What you needed to say there was yes, James. So, okay, uh, on the website you see the videos and on our Facebook page and stuff like that. Oh, there's some more videos. I've put up more videos on the YouTube channel. Have you? From your old TV show. We've got this YouTube channel. Yes. We need a YouTube channel announcer, don't we? Like a proper TV announcer. Shouldn't I do that as well? well? I need you to do a little mini clip to put on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Like what? saying, welcome to my YouTube channel, here's all my old TV shows, but better, of course. Yeah. Preferably not that. (laughs) Edit that out, you (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. Um, okay, so uh, time to do uh, questions for the great whale, is it? Uh, yes, James. Good. Off you go. Uh, okay, James. <clears throat> Here we are. Stop being sarcastic. Okay, James. Let's go. <laughs> You'll you get such a smack. <laughs> go on. Uh, Rob James. Uh, why do people press harder on the TV remote when they know their batteries are dead? Um, that's interesting. I'm having exactly the same problem myself at the moment, aren't I? My, my, my television's messing itself up and doing very strange things. Uh, I can't decide whether it's the remote or whether it's the box. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the batteries. Yeah, because today, I, when I turned it on, then a little thing came up on the screen saying, HDM1 cable not connected, when it is connected. And then I noticed the little red light on the front of the box should be green and the remote wasn't turning it on so i pressed it and it all worked out okay so maybe it is the batteries yeah just take them out and roll them around in your hand for a few seconds and pop them back in again it should be fine okay i better buy some new ones today uh right so yeah yeah uh liam mckenzie liam hi uh was your nickname in school blue killer or sperm sperm Expecting to say something else then, but there we go. Uh, John Newell. Wanker Whale. John Newell. 
why is my thumb hurting so much? Because you hit it, you silly pillock. Kevin Walsh. How do those keep off the grass signs get there? Because somebody, probably a fairy, goes and puts them in at night when you're not looking. And what is, listen, I can't abide those signs. Grass is for walking on. Why have grass if you don't want people to walk on it? Keep off the grass. Do you know the other thing that really pisses me off is when you're down a little country lane and you realise it's gone to a dead end and, you go, and, and, and people have put chains or bricks across their drive saying, don't turn here. What? How miserable. What miserable old f***ers do that? <laughs> oh, sorry, you do it, do you? All right. <clears throat> you thought you were going to get away without editing this week, didn't you? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Hmm. Alison Browning, do you think the fat bloke in Korea chucking bombs about the ocean has anything to do with the crazy weather we're having in the world? No. <laughs> Is that all we're getting? <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, I, I, uh, we're not getting crazy weather. This sort of weather happens from time to time. You know, we get storms every year. Some years they are worse than others. And it's always been the case. In fact, if you look at the topography of the country, this country, you can see where there used to be sea and now where there isn't. Things change. And I don't, you know, I really get pig sick of people going, oh, well, if everybody rode bicycles, everybody lovely, and the chair of the weather would never change. Don't be so stupid. If it wasn't for the pollution caused by motor cars and fossil fuels, we may well already have descended into the next ice age. They may keep us safe. Who knows? Nobody's investigated it. What I can tell you is that there are lots of people in this country that would now not be living where they are if they were there four, five hundred years ago. The sea level was higher than it was now. Do I make myself clear? Uh, yes, Go. James. Get on with it. You don't subscribe to the butterfly effect, then? What's that? When a butterfly flaps its wings, the world ends. No. Okay. Uh, Pauline Cod. When you go to the toilet to wipe your bottom, are you a stander or a sitter? Apparently I'm a stander and always have been. A bit too late in the day now to sit down on the job. Oh, Pauline, Pauline, I hope you're getting treatment. There's no answer to that, then? That's just the just a suggestion for treatment? Yeah, yeah, I think if that's the question, you need treatment. OK. Uh, Rob Hargrave, what can be done about the increase... Now I've got in the mind, I've got in my mind her uh, on the toilet, and it's not something, oh, oh for goodness sake. Well, no, no, she's, she's a, she's a, a, a standard. No, 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 nothing. No, don't even say a word. Oh, God. Oh, right, I'll feel better. Okay, carry on. I bet she's got really nice toilet. <laughs> Go. Just around the bottom of the toilet bowl. Right? Ah. Nice mat. Stop. Keep her feet warm. Oh, I'm R- going to throw it. <laughs> Rob Hargrave. Uh, what can be done about the increase in uninsured vehicles on the road? 
Very good point. Um, I'm, I'm, insurance companies have got to stop putting their insurance is up to ridiculous levels. Insurance is a gamble, uh, but insurance companies seem to me to want to make sure there is no such thing as a gamble that the house always wins, which is why they've all got so much flipping money. Um, and uh, I think that has to change. Car insurance, in particular, is extortionate now. And, you know, a lot of it is down to people who try to defraud them as well. We've heard that. And if you've made a fraudulent claim to an insurance company, you need to be locked up for 10 years and your name needs to be published and your picture published everywhere. We only need to do it twice and people won't do it anymore. Oh, and by the way, every single sodding cyclist on the road has to pay tax and be insured. And that might bring it down too. Hence, less people would drive without insurance. I think it should be uh, just a standard government insurance policy. And then if you want top up for fully comp, you pay it extra. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a ver- For you, Rob, that is an amazing idea. Uh, or pay at the pump. The more, mm. the more fuel you use, the more you're on the road. The more yeah, that's a good idea. That's a well, why are you great. Send that to government. I don't. I can't write. All right, I'll do it. I'll say it's my idea. Go on, uh, Adrian Bullen. Uh, when the bomb drops, where do you run to? Uh, I wouldn't run anywhere, mate. I would just accept it. Not round to Pauline Cods then. No, no. Because, oh, shut up. Right, I'm going now. I've had enough. That, that's more than enough. Thank you very much indeed to everybody for listening. Tell your friends we're here. Uh, you can get us uh, via our website, jameswellradio.co.uk. But you knew that, but that's what you tell your friends. Uh, or you may be listening on a radio station and then, you know, just share it with your friends. Go on the website, see what's happening, uh, catch up with the videos and everything else, and uh, join me live on Talk Radio Monday to Thursday. Uh, right, have you got anything to plug? No. Right. In that case, uh, could you bring this to a close? Oakley Doakley, Jamesy! James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>